What is up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Short Game Long Talk in 2024. And it's not even a short game long talk. It is a between the games where we're going to find out about the best game in the Pokemon franchise to start if you've literally never played one before. Um, I am one of your hosts, Eric, with my co-host. I'm Jess. And we have a guest today because obviously me and Jess, have we've played the Pokemon games before. Uh, this is not a new thing to us, but we have a uh, friend of the show and a big Luigi's Mansion 3 fan, uh, Grace, on the show. Hi. Yeah, you guys did Luigi's Mansion 3 dirty, by the way. How I did was we do it dirty? I was called out by though? name on the yeah. last episode. You were. But yeah. I, 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 because of you, I brought it all the way up to five from like That's seven true. where it was sitting. So I, I got it into that. the top five. Yeah, I do feel good about that. No, you you just couldn't. You know, it's not the game's fault if we couldn't remember the <laughs> mechanics. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, but no, also not. Jess, how do you feel about those comments? Um, I mean, she's not wrong, but also not right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I played it for so long, and like it just never clicked. Like fourteen hours, I was like, you'd think eventually. I know exactly what button to press, but this is not a <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 3 bonus no, episode with not. another person. No, it's um, not. It is about finding out like what you know about Pokemon and where we can start and figure out the best game for you to start playing Pokemon. And then maybe in like six months, we'll circle back and have you on an official episode um, for that game. Yeah. So to start it off, uh, what do you know about Pokemon? You and me are about the same age, so born in like 93, 94. We were like growing up at the like beginning of the boom, right? So like, right. what do you know about Pokemon? So everything I know from Pokemon is about, is from the show and the first movie. Is the first movie the one with Mew in it? Yes. Or Mew's, yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah the both. show and the first movie. And I just watched the first movie recently. Uh... What did you think? Oh, it was so good. I cried. <laughs> it holds up pretty well. Surprisingly. It holds up. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know it's like a, a bunch of little kids with no adult supervision out in the world, uh, catching little cute little figures in their little You know, Pokemon's? canonically, what age these kids typically are. Like when 10? like these the Yeah, they're 10 years old they're 10 for the years first old. Now they're like 14 to 16 years old. I think they aged them up a little bit, but like, yeah, first like five fucking games. These are 10 year olds fighting the apocalypse. Um, yeah. With like little creatures. It's and hilarious. Like traveling across oh, yeah. a country like the yeah. whole time too by themselves. It's a dream. Like whenever it, the Pokemon is always the answer to what world, like what video game world would you want to live in? I'm like, the, bro, there's free healthcare, cute animals literally everywhere, and all of the world's problems are solved by 10-year-olds. Like, yeah. <laughs> it is a dream scenario. <laughs> it is literally the best. So, yeah. that's a pretty I mean, have so have you do you have any like experience with the games at all? Like No. No. no none. No, that's Not even a little bit. That's crazy. Especially cuz knowing you, like I've seen your house. I've seen your tattoos. I've seen all of the like cutesy shit you have. And like Pokemon should be like 
right up your alley. So it's so funny to me to think like, nope, she's never even touched it. Never and you touched own a Switch. I do. Yeah. What about your husband? What about Johnny? Oh, he has played all the Pokemon games. He's got emulators on his phone. He puts okay. emulators on his laptop. He's okay. he's played them all. He loves them. That's an he's answer obsessed. to one of my one of my questions like later in the show is how how comfortable you are with emulators and that's pretty good then if he knows then I can recommend basically any game. True. So I was yeah, actually when I was looking at that question I was like I don't know shit about emulators. Don't ask me to do an emulation yeah. thing, but they're all just, they're all already installed. So Yeah, exactly. So you're good to go. Okay. Just bug my husband. So, exactly. Just bug Johnny. <laughs> It'll be I mean, I feel like it's just like with Nina, when she first came to me asking, like, she wanted to get into Pokemon, I literally made her, like, a chart of, like, tips and tricks and shit like that <laughs> to, like, uh, to like help her through the game and stuff. Um, you, if somebody comes to you and is like, I've never played a Pokemon game and I want to get into, it's, like, built into your DNA to want to, like, go uh, get them into Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I just feel like I just feel like it is. Um, <laughs> Jess, what got you into Pokemon? Um, my brothers and we both, we all, all three of us had um, Nintendo DSs, and on the DS came Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, mm -hmm. and then something else. I forgot There's, which other. It's Diamond, Pearl, Platinum are the three. Platinum. Yeah, for and then fourth generation. Also, Jonah had a cartridge. Um, that like plugs into the bottom one, the Game mm -hmm. Boy cartridges mm -hmm. um, of Pokemon. Oh, it was Ruby, one of the colors. Sapphire. Ruby. Ruby. Oh, red, green, blue. They're all colors. They're all colors until <laughs> X and Y. So mm -hmm. that, I think it not, was oh, Ruby. Ruby. It, was it like a Game Boy Advance cartridge, like the half cartridges? Yeah. Okay, and it was like kind of like crystallized kind of thing. Yes, that's Ruby. That's yeah, that's my favorite fucking generation. Um, so we'll get into that. Um, yeah, that that's why I had a feeling it was like your brothers. Um, and it also makes sense that it was Gen Four because like Gen Three, Gen Three for me was when like my brain woke up to Pokemon, even though I played Gen One and Two. Um, okay, so. Do we want to move on to the longest part of this, which is going to be why Grace has never played a Pokemon game before? <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Pump okay. the brakes just a little bit. What okay. got you into Pokemon, Eric? Oh, what got me yeah, into Pokemon? Yeah. I, sh I showed up to a friend's house and it was on one time and I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's Pokemon. And I was like, oh, interesting. And then I went to my like next family gathering and my cousin was like, yo, you got to check out Pokemon. I was like, the fuck is Pokemon? Why? How is this already all, all over the place? And he showed me Pokemon, I want to say blue. He can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I think it was Pokemon blue. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then like fast forward a year and I've been watching the anime and stuff. And I went to the movie and then I get for my birthday, I get a uh, special edition Pikachu Game Boy Color with Pokemon Yellow. And that was in, I think, 1999. And uh, I've played like every game since then uh like religiously uh so yeah yeah i have a pokemon tattoo i have a jigglypuff right behind me on my couch there's a there's a a uh uh charmander behind that there's i think a there's a bulbasaur right there um 
Here's a Bulbasaur within reach right here, which is an AirPod case. Um, <laughs> I have a, a a Lego Charmander right here. Um, I have a Lego Score Bunny right here. Um, it just doesn't a, stop. There's a I Lego. love that you're showing us so much, and this is a, yeah. a audio based <laughs> format. This, this was I got a Lego. Well, it's actually Mega Block, Mega Construct. Sorry, uh, Pokeball <laughs> for Christmas. I got. I just a, realized I might have Pokemon books. I will be right back. Yeah, yeah. Books? This is the time for it. Um, the <laughs> I got a Pikachu mug for Christmas. Cute. Um, if you tilt my, if I tilt my camera, there's another like hole here. I'll just tilt it. Fuck it. I don't care. There's a whole thing of Pokemon <laughs> up there and another one over there. Uh, because I will stand by this for my entire life. The best plushies on the planet are Pokemon plushies because they look like actual fucking Pokemon. Like that Jigglypuff looks real and it's asleep on my couch. Like that's what it looks like. It's incredible. So do um, hold on. Do yeah. The plushies look like Pokemon, or do Pokemon look like plushies? Both. <laughs> it's probably both, but uh, oh hell yeah! Oh, those are That's sick. sick. That's awesome. I only have one Pokemon <laughs> book and then a bunch of strategy guides. For for all the listeners right now, this is the most hilarious like three minutes because they yeah. can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least I was describing it. Jess, read us the book. Let's go. This is an there's an audio or an story audible time, now. girl. Yeah. What are they called? What are they called? What are the titles? Inside Scoop. Over 100. 100 the... what? <laughs> so it's a Josie handbook. The Inside Scoop on over 100 Pokemon. That's not even all of them at that point. There's <laughs> then, 252 Pokemon in Joe. Like, what? And then the black and white version handbook. Stats and facts on over 150 brand new Pokemon. Both are Those? made by Scholastic. <laughs> Those are so funny because sometimes they're just fucking wrong. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Hell yeah. Solacis. <laughs> I love that Pokemon. It's so fucking weird. Um, yeah, but I'm like, my audio is probably so fucking loud. I love talking about Pokemon. I was like, <laughs> we. that's been one of the like journeys of this show is to get Pokemon on here somehow. And this was like the most fun way to do that. Um <laughs> yeah, I going back to Pokemon books, I actually have a the novelization of the first Pokemon movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's so if I if I can find it sometime I'll show it to you, but it's so funny. Is that scholastic like, too? Probably. Um <laughs> I've never actually read it. Like it was just something I bought when I was a kid cuz like we talked about in our test recording for for our future podcast. It was like <laughs> You just go to the, you just go and buy books and then you never read them. You're just like, oh, this is so cool and exciting. And then you just buy a bunch of stuff and then you never read them. And I think right. that, that was that. School's book fair. Yep, exactly. That's the exactly. Scholastic book fair. Yeah. Yep. Still a thing. Still a thing. Um, okay. There we go. There's my how I got into Pokemon and I've never stopped liking Pokemon. Um, All right. Good. Thank you for answering your own question. Yeah. I know. How I'm, should be? I am. I'm notoriously bad at that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Why did you never play a Pokemon game, Grace? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I was born into a cult. And we didn't get out until after, until I was around nine. So, uh, and, and my parents still 
held on to a lot of those standards that we had for much of my childhood. Um, it was an evangelical Christian cult. So Pokemon posed a few issues, a few different problems. Uh, one, it either stood for pocket demon or pocket monster, which monsters are demons. So you're going straight to hell if you like them. That's <laughs> and, so and two, uh, it presents the theory of evolution, which... Oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> which cannot... It's unacceptable. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's not it, even evolution, though. It's rapid adaptation is like mm -hmm. the actual scientific, like, that's what Pokemon's evolution is, is a rapid adaptation. Sure, but they because, call it evolution and Christians, yeah. or not Christians. I'm sorry. It's not all Christians. The cult I grew up in never looked yeah. past that. Um, so, Fair. so yeah. And actually, I vaguely remember being a kid and there being a sermon. I remember the guy who was teaching was like yelling about Pokemon, uh, infiltrating children's minds and like, um, you know, like Satan and the snake and like whispering in our ears as kids because it was the work of the devil because it was evolution and they were demons and like all this stuff. And it was also promoting like kids don't need their parents, which is against the Ten Commandments because you have to honor your parents in the Ten Commandments and stuff like that. So I would also like to point out that I did say that I watched the show as a kid. And that is for a very specific reason as well. And that is because when you grow up in a cult, um, but your parents somehow still let you hang out with the kids in the neighborhood, my friend who lived two doors down watched Pokemon all the time. So I would just go to his house and watch Pokemon over there and like never tell my parents. We like lived all these double lives. We knew when they would come home, like what days they'd come home early from work and we would like try to sneak Toonami on or whatever. And like, oh. so we had all these different ways of like getting around the, the parental roadblocks. And there was, this was before parental controls became more advanced and they could actually yeah. like program stuff to like not be available. So it was just, if they caught you, then they caught you, but it was harrowing I, for Pokemon. Harrowing. Like, yes. Harrowing, it was like, like a harrowing experience just for the, Pokemon. The fate of my soul was literally in the balance. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> oh. so, so yeah. And they were so right too. Cause look at you now look you're an anime now. watcher and you know, you got two toned hair and stuff. They yeah. knew. Covered in tattoos. A, I'm a deviant yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. This is Satan a, won. A, <laughs> yeah. That's, they knew. They were so right. They were so right. I know. Sorry, mom. You're just, you're just a delinquent now. <laughs> yeah. It's so, yeah. I think, I feel like you've mentioned that to me before that you like snuck over there to watch shows. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. And Pokemon, it was like fun. I think I got caught watching Pokemon once. And the, it was, oh, seven. I want to say I was seven? like seven. Oh, shit. So you were still in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got, or maybe I was eight. Yeah, but I was still in it. And uh, I think Misty was on, on screen. And so there was an issue with the crop top. Yep. And it, there was an issue with the, her like magic starfish 
They were like, <laughs> they were not just star me. There were just like layers of like, this is not okay because you're not supposed to show your body. And also magic is Satan's work. And also those are demons. And also where are her parents? <laughs> That's a good question. Actually, though, where are her parents? Um, her? I'm yeah. surprised it wasn't. Where are, their, where, where are their guardians? Yeah, there's no one gives a shit. Like, it's no crazy. Mm-mm. Well, we, were, we were talking off mic a little bit before. It's like the dream as a 10-year-old. You're like, yep, just going <laughs> to go travel the world with my crazy, like insanely powerful creatures and just have a good time. Um, yeah. Eat Jess, jelly donuts watch... all the time. Jelly donuts. Holy shit. <laughs> Jess, do you know what that is? Uh, I watched it, but as a four-year-old, so uh, no. Uh, jelly donuts is what Brock made in the show it was a fucking rice ball and he called it a jelly donut because it was the the dub was so bad they assumed american kids wouldn't know what onigiri is which is like the triangular rice ball with the seaweed so they were like they just dubbed it over as jelly donuts for some reason (laughs) yeah Yeah. wow you like sent me back to like third grade (laughs) with that that was crazy you're welcome that was wild Yes. Have you watched any of the newer, e- either of you, have you watched any of the newer stuff, like the newer animes? No, never. Not really. Okay. I recommend this to everyone. Um, you can jump straight into Pokemon X and Y, and then there's Pokemon XYZ, which is the sequel. Um, it's still with Ash, and it's like, I don't know what the fuck they were on that year, like that show. But they turned it into like a legitimate anime with like some of the most beautiful fighting scenes I've ever seen. And like an actual story with uh, Ash and like having like a cute little like teenage love interest and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is so good. Um, And then they continued that on. I think like the since that those two seasons, the show has been like critically acclaimed since then. Like they finally just like... They're like, oh, if we make it good, people will give a shit instead of it just being like some of the worst anime ever. Um, yeah. That's just like junk food, basically. Now it's like actually good. Um, so I, I would recommend that. Um, yeah. I think it's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. But okay. So that was a, uh, I'm sure some people were like fucking <laughs> just the casual, I was in a cold, um, <laughs> is never not funny to me. Uh, but what, uh, to start like going towards like where we're going to find uh like which which game is the best for you mm-hmm. um what type of games do you typically play and then well, do you have any experience with like RPGs and stuff yes i think so give me a couple examples of RPGs really quick pokemon <laughs> okay besides pokemon uh, so I'm thinking of turn-based RPGs, so like okay. uh, earlier Final Fantasies, Dragon Quest. Okay, um, like Fire Emblem and stuff. Fire Emblem is a tactical turn-based oh. RPG, which is a little different, where you can like move the characters around, right? That's mm-hmm. a tactical turn-based RPG. Um, it's a, If you want to be more specific, it's a Japanese, it's a tactical turn-based JRPG, which is a Japanese <laughs> role-playing game, um, okay. which is a little different. But... It's yeah, it's like the Final Fantasies, the uh, Chrono Trigger. I think has turn base, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Jess, what other? I'm trying. I'm like blanking on 
on turn-based RPGs right now. Okay, I get a good picture right now, though. I, okay, so, yes, I've played uh, RPGs, and I've played JRPGs. Apparently, I've played tactical JRPGs. Um, I've played... Fire, have you played Fire Emblem Three Houses? Is that what we're getting at here? Uh, I don't know which one it was. It was for the... Was it on? Oh, oh it wasn't shit. on the Switch. It was for one of the Game Boys that, like, the big square one that opens up. No, I can't remember what that's called. The SD? Oh, the no. SD. Oh, the fucking S- the SP? The SD. SP, yes. It had... was perfect square. Mm-hmm, perfect up. square. I had Fire Emblem oh, for that. that. Oh, my brother had Fire Emblem for that, and I played it. That one was so fun. I've definitely played I played some Final Fantasy X. Um, okay. Uh-huh, so if that's turn-based, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, what else? I mean, I... Luigi's Mansion 3, which is not a JRPG, but that's Obviously. like the vibe of the games that I go for. Yeah. I like um like puzzly vibes. And I feel okay. like Luigi's Mansion 3 is that. But Basically, I Basically, yeah. Yeah. I also love this is not a JRPG or an RPG, but I love Link's Awakening okay. so much. Like the, well, the vibe of that. That is good though, because control control scheme wise very similar to Pokemon. Because it's like okay. that top-down-ish view for most of the that. games. So that, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just shocked you've played the first American Fire Emblem. That's what you oh. played. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was the first... I think it was Fire Emblem. That's... Uh, I forget what it's called, but it was the first one that came to the U.S., so that's wild. You have to play yeah. Three Houses, though. Okay. Um, you'd fucking love that game. That one's on the Switch? Um, yeah. Okay. That one's real good. Um, <laughs> okay. Jess, what do you think, like... What what draws you to Pokemon? Because maybe that'll be another. Because I like I just like all games basically, so it's kind of hard for me to just be like, this is what draws me to it. Um, besides nostalgia. Well, womp womp. My answer was going to be nostalgia because it reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, they're cute. The Pokemon are so cute. They and are like, so cute. I think with how because I don't really like open worlds um and it gets more open world as um it goes it grows older in generations like the sword and shield is like 50 50 50 yeah um but you still like i voiced my opinions on how i don't like um breath of the wild because i don't have like a linear path to follow but with Pokemon, I still feel like I have the freedom, but it's a linear enough path where I'm like, yeah, I need to do this next. But also, I can go to this field and capture new uh, Pokemon instead. Yeah. Okay. You, you like those like roadblocks that are set in the game that then you figure out how to overcome that roadblock, whether it's through taking a separate path, unlocking an ability, whatever. Um you have you played Metroidvanias like like Metroid and you should play those. Yeah. It's basically the same like what you just described where it's like, oh, I like a linear path, but I still have to like kind of figure out one way or another. That's basically what Metroid is. Metroids um, are so fun also. I love Metroid. Yeah. I forgot to mention yeah, that. Metroid <laughs> Metroid's fucking sick. Um that would yeah, that's well that's good then. Cause yeah, Pokemon is kind of like it's not like exactly, but you do like there's some games where you'll start like actually I think in Gen One like the sec the the first or second town you ever go to if you make a left that's like where the final 
like act of the game takes place, but you're gated off there until you get all the other gym badges. Like you're not allowed past there. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, yeah, I know I have to have an ability to come back and beat this puzzle or whatever. Um, and I don't know, maybe maybe when you play it for the first time, you'll see them more as a puzzle. For me, I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly what that what that little uh, like design means like kind of like oh, okay i need to if there's a rugged wall i have to use this move to climb up the wall kind of thing but for you okay. you might be like what the fuck is that kind of thing it might be a <laughs> nice mystery for you <laughs> yeah so that that might be cool where you're like oh fuck yeah pokemon's a puzzle game and then i'm gonna be like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> so okay cool so i i mean if you liked fire emblem when when, when was the last time you like kind of like um dipped your toes back into uh, fire emblem at all oh my god i haven't yet so it literally okay. like when i was like maybe 12 it's last time i played do you do you have nintendo switch online yeah like the subscription mm-hmm. uh do you have the expansion pass one where it comes with more stuff i think so possibly okay Most likely. if you do fire emblem that game is on the switch for like included oh, so you okay. can't play that again if you wanted to um but moving on to i'm gonna send you i'm gonna send you a lot of photos right now i'm so excited so i don't know if they'll be they are in the order of gens so i'm gonna send them to you right now there's nine of them via text right well there's yeah there's three three pokemon starters per um gen and there's nine photos I sent you. So okay. you just let me know. So for everyone, I sent them in the correct order. Jen's uh, <laughs> one through nine. These are all so cute. With... Yeah, they're real good. Um, so am I supposed you to take your time, one out of all of these? Well, if you want to pick uh, your favorite fire, water, and grass starter, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But you should try to figure out what your favorite trio is of the nine. Ooh, my favorite trio. Oh my god. I mean, how yeah. do you how do you even not choose the first gen, but I'll look through them. <laughs> I know. It's it's really tough. They do <sighs> they the, the I mean, yeah. There's there's a a slight dip in quality for some I feel like there's not a bad grass starter really in my opinion. Mm. Um fire's pretty good too. Honestly, yeah, it's tough. They're all pretty good. Why is this? And they all grow on you. That's the thing. Like early on, whenever these things are fucking announced, people are like, I hate this fucking Pokemon. And, mm-hmm. and then like years go by and they're like, man, you know who's really underrated? And it's like that same Pokemon they hated kind of thing. It just kind of grows on you. For the sake of not falling into the trap of nostalgia, I'm going to say I'm not allowed to choose the first one because that's what I just want to do because that's what I love. I love Squirtle so much. <laughs> Squirtle's your favorite. Okay. Squirtle is, well, I don't know who my favorite is. I have so many. Um, but yeah, of the fair. starters, typically it's, I lean towards Squirtle. But yeah, for the sake of like, you know, not being stuck in the nostalgia zone, we're going to try to pick someone else. Well, I will. Or a different trio. No, you you can pick mm. them because just because you're picking Gen 1 doesn't mean you have to play Gen 1 to have That's, those Pokemon. Oh, you're right, because there's, there's, there's more actually, questions. Yes, and it, I literally want you to pick what you want to pick because if you do, 
pick uh, Gen 1. That narrows it down to three games for me if we want to stick to those starters. Mm. Um, but if you decide, like, actually, of these ones, my actual favorite is, like, fucking Rowlet or something like that. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, there, that's uh, it doesn't necessarily lock you into Gen 1. Okay. There is one other game um, for sure that gives you a second starter like really early on, and it's literally the Gen One Pokemon that you get to choose from. So, okay, I won't so, tell you which one it is yet. But. Despite my love of Gen One, also, I am kind of loving the fourth picture you sent me. Oh, with the, okay, mm-hmm, with the penguin. Okay, yeah, with the penguin and the little turtle with the little hat. <laughs> He's a little, little leaf yeah, hat. He's a little, he's a little leaf hat. Yeah, his name is Turtwig, and he's up on my shelf. Oh, I love him. I do. I do. Um, and then, yeah, the little fire guy's cute too. <clears throat> I would say, looking through these pictures, though, what is this cute little di- red dinosaur on the ninth picture? Oh, you can't see him from my screen. Yo, that's fucking Fai Coco. I fucking love him so much. He is so like, cute. Yeah. <laughs> he's a I don't like alligator. the other ones, but. But uh, I know, the, the other ones are a little rough. Yeah. Yeah, Fue Coco. So that is from the newest game, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, okay. um, which is a giant open world game that is a bit of a buggy mess. But okay. I've heard good well, things about the DLC that just came out. Um, I'm going to pick the so fourth that, picture you sent me then. The These fourth guys. one, Gen 4. Ooh, okay. So we got Piplup, Turtwig, and Chimchar are their yes. names. Those that's, are good um, ones. That, that is a I'm very thinking. good generation. That's a good generation. Thank you. Um, yeah, Piplup. Piplup is one of Nina's favorites for sure. And there's a very good Squishmallow of Piplup out there. Um, yes, I saw it at Walmart today. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, but Turtwig's my favorite of those three by far. Um, I love a big. I love a big, uh, big grass boy. Have you ever <laughs> seen the uh, Detective Pikachu movie? Yes, I have. You know that scene where all of the fucking Torteras, like all the ro- the mountains start moving? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That Those used to be Turtwigs. Shut up. Look at yeah. him go. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. I lo- he's one of my favorites for sure. He's great. Um, it's really that. hard whenever I play that gen to not pick him. Um, Jess, who is your favorite starter in, or like favorite gen, I would say? Wait, I don't think send her the same pictures that. so she can pick also. Okay. <laughs> We'll see if that. Works. I have one up right now. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, she know. She's got it. She knows. Okay, good. I yeah. Should... Um, my favorite gen has to be Gen Five. Gen Five. I really love Oshawott. Oshawott's great. Um, and Sneevil. Yeah. Which one's which? That is. Uh, uh, yeah, you tell her. Oshawott's the little um uh, like otter looking one. Okay. With the the seashell, sh- the and then Sneevil's the. Snooty looking grass one. <laughs> okay, and then okay. there's Tepig in the middle. That pig is really cute. Pig. Yeah, he is cute. He becomes a fucking monstrosity, but <laughs> he's really <laughs> yeah. cute. He becomes a buff ass boar. Um yeah. <laughs> His middle evolution is great though. Um yeah. I I would say of for Gen 4, I am gonna answer my own question, I promise. Um for Gen 4. I think all four of those final evolutions are like deeply, deeply beloved too. So that's a very good choice. Whereas there's a reason that uh, Jess did not say Tepig because Tepig's final evolution is not as beloved uh, as the other two. 
Um, okay. There is some controversy with Oshawott, though, because he goes from like bipedal to bipedal to uh, on all fours at the end, uh, which is weird. It normally doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still really good, really good Pokemon. So my favorite is Gen 3. Um, yeah, that's the with the chicken. Um, it's okay. uh, Trico. Yeah, Trico, Torchic, and Mudkip, uh, okay. which is I, I fucking love those guys so much and those are classic uh they have great final evolutions that's my favorite trio for sure obviously the gen one is like on its own pedestal right it's hard to beat the ogs right Bulbasaur is like probably my favorite pokemon ever um but i just love those three the most because i think i like all like whereas Bulbasaur is my favorite i fucking hate venusaur it is so ugly um, and it makes yeah. me really sad. But the other three have a, all perfect final evolutions. Um, so no complaints there. Yeah. Uh, cool. So number four, Gen 4. If you had to pick a favorite like period out of all of them, if you were to not pick a a Gen, would, what would you say? Of the starters or Pokemon overall? Yeah, like, well, you, if you have a Pokemon that's like, this is my favorite... Like, go ahead and say it, because that helps, too. love Jigglypuff so much. Ah, sick. <laughs> Jigglypuff's in, like, every fucking game, so that's good. And Gengar. Uh, Those Gengar's are in two. most of them, too. Okay, great. Perfect. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be... Okay, good to know, because Gengar is... Uh, do you know how to get... Like, have you ever been told how people obtain a Gengar? No. Okay, so there is trading right you trade pokemon in the games um with other people that was kind of like the whole like the the whole premise of the game was to like capture all the pokemon trade them with each other that's why there's two versions of most games Mm is because there are version exclusive game uh pokemon okay so in certain there i think there's even ones where jigglypuff is not in the game but is in the other version of the game so that's worth noting too um But there's Pokemon like uh, Machamp, Gengar, Golem. Uh, that's just from Gen 1 that you have to trade the Pokemon and then it'll evolve. Oh, okay. So if you do the emulation route down the road, you have to make sure that, uh, and I'm sure Johnny knows this, to have a ROM that disables trade evolutions and it'll set Gengar to evolve at like level 40 or something like that. Okay. Um, that way, because you, you can't trade on a phone. Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. But okay, sick. Yeah. Uh, if you could pick from the, like, just the starters, was there one that like stood out to you? Like, was it Fuecoco that you were like, this is my favorite? Or um, was it one of the other ones? Is that the little crocodile dude? Yeah, it's the little crocodile dude. Ah. <sighs> Him and the turtle, I'm, like, in love with. <laughs> uh, Turtwig? Yeah, Turtwig. I think maybe Turtwig. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to beat a turtle. Like, it's basically you put Squirtle and Bulbasaur together and, like, made a Pokemon. And it's, yeah. like, really hard to beat. Yeah. And you gave him, like, a little propeller cap type top. <laughs> and he grows a tree on his back as he evolves. It's incredible. See? He's he's a great Pokemon. Um <laughs> Jess, do you remember what your, like, first starter was ever? It would be so for real. I would, like, whenever I played the Pokemon games, I would just start 
and then go to the mines and then like oh yeah, yeah. connect with my brothers. There's an option where you can go into mines and connect with like other people via LAN on the DS. Um, and so we would go down to the mines and mine things, and my brothers would give me the gemstones for me to polish them up. Oh, and okay. that's how I would play Pokemon for a while. So you weren't even playing Pokemon. You were playing like Gem Polisher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Uh, the Gem Polishing is in Gen 4. So if we do end up recommending Gen 4, you'll be able to do some Gem Polishing too. I'm curious about that game mechanic to begin with. I'm like, wait, <laughs> Gem Polishing in Pokemon? Yeah, there's always... so. There's always a weird mechanic in Pokemon, like every game. Like Gen 1 didn't have anything because it was just a new one. Gen 2 was breeding. You could have like breed Pokemon. That's how you get baby Pokemon, like uh, Jigglypuff, <laughs> which is the pre-evolution. The pre-evolution of Jigglypuff, if you've ever seen that thing. Um, yeah, that, that introduced breeding. Uh, then Gen 3 was berries. So it had berries and... Uh, beauty competitions for the Pokemon. Well, it was like show competitions because there was like different categories like coolness and smartness. It's like it's all beauty pageants. Um, Then Gen 4 had evolution items. So like a Pokemon like would hold an item and then level up and then evolve. Uh, And also had the gems like the, the mines. So you basically like go underground and dig shit up. And that's how you can get like evolution stones and like valuable items to sell. Uh, Gen five trying to think. I don't know off the top of my head what Gen five had. Gen three also had double battles. That was the introduction of having double battles where you have two Pokemon out at the same time. Um, Okay. Yeah. Then Gen six was mega evolutions. Gen 7 was Z-moves. Gen 8 was... What was it called in Sword and Shield when they got big? It was... Uh, uh, I forget what wait, it was called. Not Gigamax. Yeah, it was. Gigantamax. Gigantamax. So they just got really fucking big. Um, and then Gen 9 had... Oh, what is the new... Oh, the Crystallization crystallization or whatever the fuck it's called it's called really it's really weird um but yeah it has that so there's always like a gimmick and they usually never fucking return to it that's what's really frustrating um like mega mega evolutions have been like a thing in gen 6 and then the remakes of gen 3 had mega evolutions as well and then in future games, you can mega evolve the Pokemon, but it's not like you have to do some like crazy workaround to get the mega evolution stones um, into the game. They're not like naturally a part of the game. It's really yeah. annoying because um, mega evolutions are dope. They're like uh, they're like Digimon basically. They they temporarily evolve for, to a further uh, level, like a new okay. Pokemon temporarily for that battle, and then they go away. It was really sick. Because it gave like other Pokemon that were kind of lame like a new form, and now all of a sudden they're like sick as fuck. So, all right. Okay. <laughs> Moving. Oh, do we want to talk more about gem polishing? I want Jess to talk more about gem polishing for sure. Okay. Um. So I actually got it a little mixed up. Okay. We would connect so that we could have like the same minds and stuff because for some reason they were like, it's gonna expand 
our gems. Um, but the polishing actually came in on the um, uh, what's it called? When you win a stadium battle, you get like a little a gym badge. A coin? Oh, like oh, gym badge. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, gym badge, but in these games, they were like gemstones that mm. you had to polish. Okay. Um, and if you spent like a week away from your game, they'd become like all black. And then you'd like have to use the stylus on the DS to like scribble on it. And then you'd polish your gym badge back up. And so whenever, whenever I was like, my mind was done, my brothers would switch their DSs with me and just have me polish their gym badges while they did the mining on their, on the other ones. <laughs> okay. So like when I got bored and I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. My brothers would give me their DS take my DS to keep mining in, in Pokemon. And I would just start scribbling on these freaking gym badges. <laughs> because they're... Oh, hold on. Now I need to... Now I need to, like, prove it. No, I, I believe, believe you. you. But yeah. <laughs> you had, like, a workflow with the four, with the three of you. That's so funny. Also, that's crazy that they had, like, a... Like, oh, if you weren't playing for a some, certain number of days, it was like, well, guess what? Now you have to do extra work. <laughs> These things. And they would turn like gray and then black. And you have to scribble on them to get them to come back to life. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those things. Yeah, they are. the Yeah. But they're like made of stone. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So I would just scribble on them while my brothers kept mining. Okay, interesting. So to recap the starters question, you picked Gen 4 as your favorite overall. And then probably mm -hmm. Turtwig of that, of of all of the starters, aside from Squirtle, right? Obviously, because we were, we were being a little, we were being a little more fun than just being like Gen 1 uh, as a, <laughs> as a nearing 30 year old, right? It's like, yeah, of yeah. course it's going to be Gen 1. Um, yeah. And you went with Turtwig. Good choice. And then Thank you. You, you also like Fue Coco, though. We have to acknowledge that. Right, who is the little dinosaur crocodile-y guy. Yeah. He okay, yes. evolves into a, like, Day of the Dead alligator uh, with a mic. Like, he sings. And oh, my God, wait, like like a Britney Spears, like, pop star mic? The little... Kind of? So it's... um Earpiece ones? No, 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 no. Like a standing mic. Um, oh. Yeah. I forget what his final evolution is because i nickname all my pokemon so okay. by the time when they become like i know their original names because i'm like oh yeah i caught them and you see the original pokemon a lot but then i never remember like what the fuck uh what their actual names are when they evolve and stuff because mm -hmm. it's it's named like fucking like i forget what my my foy coco but that was the starter i picked for uh for Scarlet and Violet. He's a good boy. Let me see. I'm pulling up his evolution on my phone right now. Mm -hmm. His middle one's funny too. It's a little sombrero, <laughs> sombrero boy. But uh, let's see. Skeledurge is his name. Okay, that's, I see him. That's Foy Coco's final evolution. <laughs> I don't see a microphone. I'll uh, I'll send you the if I can find an okay. image. It's it's when he does a certain move. Um, oh, okay, okay. A mic appears, and then um, that little bird on his nose. Uh, oh, okay. 
it will shoot out it like launches as a um as like a really cool little mic stand it's sick nice let's see just you didn't get you still haven't gotten scarlet and violet right yeah i still have not gotten it who were you going to pick originally spriggy gato okay he's that's a good one too i think that was the um voted its final evolution was voted number one um of all the pokemon in scarlet and violet so at least in japan I just think little funky little cat funky weed cat yeah also this is like a topic from like ages ago mm -hmm. but the knott's berry farm season pass is oh <laughs> uh, that, was, that, that was in between yeah well, that was in between between the games uh we talked about <laughs> knott's, knott's berry farm very briefly uh yeah how much is the the season the season pass the regular base season pass is $16 a month or 130 total. Okay. Okay. That's reasonable. Yeah. The that one that sense. includes Soak City is $20 a month. Okay. Yeah. Soak City's overrated. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just made it a more of Knott's Berry Farm, like with a big bridge. Like that would have been much better. Yeah. I agree. But did you see the, uh, did you see the move, Grace? Did you send it to me? I did send it to you. Oh, I was I got engrossed and just had the answers that we needed, you know? Yeah. So you were you were off by half. Um how much how much uh not very farm. I was so off. Yeah, you're like sixty dollars. I was like, no fucking way. It costs less than a new video game to Oh, I see it. Yeah, he's he's a good boy. I love Foy Coco. He gives very similar yeah. energy to like Turtwig and for alligator and shit. Um <laughs> Okay. So another really important thing to, uh, to discuss when talking about Pokemon is like what kind of art styles and graphical styles in video games do you like? Oh, man. So the cuter, the better, basically, mm -hmm. is my motto uh, <laughs> in all things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, like, OK, Link's Awakening, Chef's Kiss. It's okay. so cute. Everything's so round and like... <laughs> It is. It's a beautiful um, game. It's so pretty. I love it. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to say something controversial here for a second. But I know Jess agrees with me, so I feel good about this. <laughs> is that Breath of the Wild, I did not like. That's okay. There were no... I mean, she liked it for... Or she didn't like it for different reasons, but I don't like it because the vibes are not right. Like, that's not... Nothing about it is cute. Did you ever meet the Bird only... Husband? Wait, what? Did you ever meet Bird Husband? I couldn't even get past the tutorial, so if it's not part uh, of the tutorial, <laughs> then the probably tutorial. not. His name is Cass, and he's incredible. Um, mm. maybe the only cute thing about Breath of the Wild is the dogs at the stables. Yeah, that is cute. That They're is, dogs. Yeah. That is, I mean, that would have been a saving factor, but I, don't, I never got that far. <laughs> the dogs and the so, ponies. Yeah. yeah, video game styles, like the, the aesthetic, I like um, as cute as possible. Luigi's Mansion, perfect. Link's Awakening, perfect. Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing, beyond perfect. <laughs> but how do you feel about, like, pixel art styles? Mm, like 8-bit? Yeah, or 16-bit, most do. likely. Um, oh, yeah. Like uh, Fire Emblem it. is, you know, Fire Emblem that you played is definitely, like, a 16-bit uh, game. Yeah. Yeah, I like those, too. Those are fun. I think those are cute in a different way. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I'm into that. You should look up... I don't River City mm -hmm. Girls is a it's a 
beat em up fighting game and that's all pixel okay. art and it's like beautiful and the vibes i think you would like you can just like button okay. mash your way through it it's just like I, it's on it's on um it's on iphone so i think you can play it there but side note i just feel like the vibes on that would like fit you very well it's very cool <laughs> okay, it's just like two, it's like two it? river city girls it's two high school okay. girls beating up uh a bunch of like gangsters to rescue their boyfriends it's hilarious um, Love that. <laughs> yeah, it's a reverse because the original games were called River City Ransom, and it was the guys having their girlfriends getting stolen by the mob. And in this one, it's mm. flipped because the, it's a remake, and it's like way better. Um, so, River City Girls, pretty good. Um, All right. Okay, so you're good on pixel art. You like that, um, but you yes. prioritize cuteness and vibes over anything else. Um, yeah. So would you say that like a chibi art style is like, yeah, I like this? Yes. Okay, cool. That's all I need to know. Um, because I, I'm like, I came into this thinking like there's two games that I'm going to recommend. And now I'm like leaning. There's like one. Well, technically there's two, right? Because they're all, they're all a pair of games. But I'm all of a sudden mm-hmm. like, hmm, actually, maybe this. Um Jess, do you have any anything to comment on, like, or any follow up questions for the graphical style art styles? Nah. Nah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, currently, I know you have access to a Switch, right? Mm-hmm. And then I can kind of tie tie this into the next question, which is you you are comfortable with emulation because you have somebody else that could like set it all up for you. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And so you could play on your phone or do you have any handheld consoles like available? Mm. Like a DS or anything like that? No, I sold my my 3DS and then my husband, I think, still has his Game Boy Color. Okay. So I could play on that if you if I think he still has some Pokemon games for the Game Boy Color as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't have any of the other other handheld consoles? No. Dang, that's kind of surprising. I feel like he would. But what, I guess that he, I would or that Johnny that he would. would that Johnny would. Um, yeah. Well, he's very minimalist. He doesn't like mm. to have a lot of stuff. So the Game Boy Color was like it fills that spot for him. Gotcha. I feel that. <laughs> and yeah, you can emulate basically everything. I have everything. Yeah. I have all of the consoles still. <laughs> like I've never, <laughs> unless it's like fully died on me. I've I did not get rid of it. Um, yeah. Jess, you still have like all of your handhelds, huh? Uh. Someone has my regular DS, but I have three other DSs, uh, a 3DS, and then, you know, all I have are my DSs and then the 3DS. That'll basically get you there. So you don't really need need much more. Okay, cool. That is good. And then I don't think I need to ask you about your favorite games. Um, How difficult do you prefer your games, typically? Not difficult. (laughs) Not difficult? Okay. I don't. Yeah, feel I'm like... not a good gamer. Uh-huh. I just, I mean, okay. On a difficulty scale, where would you put Luigi's Mansion? Oh, it's not hard. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's about like that, that and like Paper Mario Worlds. Those are like. Oh, comfy. are you excited for the remake of Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door? I didn't know they were remaking it, but yeah. Yeah, coming out <laughs> next year on the Switch. Woo! I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. So. Yeah, not difficult, basically. Okay. Uh, Jess, how would you, like, rank, like, would you say Pokemon games are hard? Not particularly. Okay. I don't think. It's just a thing of leveling up. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That might be like the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Just mm. grind, basically. If you've ever played an RPG. Easy. Yeah, you gotta yeah. grind. That's I how played it works. Final Fantasy ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've played a Final Fantasy, like Pokemon, that that's why it was so hard to think of. I was like, what are what's a good example of an RPG? Because like a good example of an RPG is typically Pokemon because like everyone has played it at least once. Like, (laughs) so that's why I was like, wait, I've never not used Pokemon as an example. Um, (laughs) It makes it so hard. Um, Okay. And then how often do you typically like play games? Like, is it Mm. like if you're playing one game that has a beginning and end, like how long did it take you to beat Link's Awakening? That'd be a good like litmus test. Oh, well, I had COVID when I was playing Link's Awakening. So Mm. I was in isolation. So that took me like three days. (laughs) Okay. But you're playing pretty. Okay. Um, So on a normal schedule, how long? On a normal schedule, maybe if it's a similar amount of hours, maybe like a month, maybe two months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Pokemon typically caps out at about 25 hours. And I think Link's Awakening is like 14 to 15, maybe 20 hours. Okay, um, so this one will probably take me like two months. Yeah. Whatever um, we pick. Yes. Yeah, I don't think none of them I would say are longer than 30 hours. Um, there's definitely some that are like 27. And it's like, damn, okay those don't but i think i think most people would say like yeah these are short games especially if you're just like mainlining the story um mm. but that's all of my questions jess do you have any like follow-up questions that you feel like help might help your recommendation no okay no do you have just do you have a game in mind to recommend i have like three cycling i'm gonna you you say yours okay while i make my decision okay and then (laughs) i guess i have another thing on here to discuss is like you're not you don't really like like the open world stuff right or how do you okay so that kind of crosses out the newest ones which is fine Mm -hmm. i wasn't going to recommend the new one anyways the the newest game i was going to recommend was sword and shield because one it's available on the switch and two i think it's honestly a pretty good game and a pretty good story um comparatively um but Mm -hmm. i i that was like the newest that was i wasn't even considering uh scarlet and violet because yeah it's if i'm going to recommend you a pokemon game i want it to be more of a traditional pokemon game to go from there um okay so what i came in like i thought i was just going to come in and recommend like if you had a way to emulate 3DS games, I was going to say X and Y because one, it's the easiest. It's like literally like considered the easiest um, beginner friendly. You literally like you pick from uh, oops, you pick from who are the three you pick from the Gen 6 starters, which is uh, Froki, Finnegan and Chespin. And they're okay. Mm-hmm. They all have pretty decent evolutions. But then you get to the first like main town and they're like, hey, do you want a starter from Gen 1? And they're and you're like, yeah. And you get to pick one of the three original starters as well. And then eventually oh, okay. you get, and they give you a mega evolution stone right then and there. So like you pick fucking Squirtle and then he evolves into Blastoise and then you can give him the, uh, I think they're called like it's like whatever ite at the end. So I think it's like Blastoise ite. Uh, and he turns into Mega Blastoise. If you've never seen that, it's fucking insane. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say that. Um, mm-hmm. 
but then you you like changed my mind um because if, if you weren't comfortable with emulation i was just gonna say uh just play sword and shield because it is like again it's an easy game uh i think the story is actually pretty good the open world environment isn't like crazy um but i think my recommendation is a game that i've actually not played uh weirdly enough because it's a full remake of gen 4 that is available on the switch called brilliant diamond and brilliant and shining diamond and brilliant pearl or something like that um it's a full remake normally they do a pretty big twist on remakes and like kind of change the story add a new mechanics whatever but it is like a shot for shot remake of gen Mm -hmm. 4 available on the switch in a chibi art style um stop i think actually i think my husband has shining pearl perfect like i've never played it i didn't (laughs) play it because i it i think i was like well i can just go play diamond and pearl like i have pearl like i can go play it on my Mm -hmm. on my ds um and i honestly didn't like the art style too bad or too much but it was it wasn't like a deal breaker but i was like "Eh, it's the same game i'm not gonna go buy and like i had beaten three pokemon games in that same year that it came out i was like i think i'm okay i don't need to uh beat a new one but i think it fits you well it's a traditional pokemon game it's got your boy turtwig in it like (laughs) i think like yeah this looks just like Link's awakening that's what I'm saying. So I was like, all <laughs> I didn't come in here thinking I'm going to p- recommend the one Pokemon game I haven't fucking played. But then you were like, <laughs> I was like, it was all lining up. I was like, okay, this feels like a good recommendation. Um, okay, I'm excited. So, yeah, so I'm curious, uh, Jess, what was your recommendation going to be? So I narrowed it down to two, mm-hmm. and I'm really upset because you said one of them. I was going to say Sword and Shield as well because one, it's on the Switch and it's the one I'm playing right now. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. um, the character, you can customize your character with like um, outfits and different hair colors and makeup. And like I, my character is so cute. She has pink hair, like <laughs> cutest outfit. Um, and since it's more like 3D, the characters and the Pokemon are like even cuter because they look real. Uh, Mm -hmm. But my other recommendation was going to be my favorite when I was a kid, um, freaking Diamond and Pearl. They were my favorites. Yeah. So. Perfect. I I loved them. And if if it says anything of of a 12-year-old loving them. Yeah. yeah, I liked them because the Pokemon were cute. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. (laughs) The the OG, if, if, um, if Johnny has it, then great play it then but also yeah i i definitely had that in my notes on the 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 character customization in sword and shield is still like unbeatable compared to the other you could change your eye color too yeah you can do anything (laughs) you want and like i legitimately have clothes that i bought because i was like yo that's sick as fuck like and i was like (laughs) i need to i need to make i need to own that from pokemon in the real world um so there's a lot of cool customization. Um, there's a lot of really cool Pokemon in that too. So I I think between the two, there's there's not a wrong choice there. Um, but if you want to go a tr- more traditional Pokemon game, going with the the remakes of Diamond and Pearl on the Switch, I think is the best. Um, and it would give me an excuse to play it too. Uh, yeah, if I've you haven't one, played it, 
I haven't played yeah. it. I played the I played Diamond and Pearl uh a long time ago. But yeah, it's it's definitely a traditional game. It's gonna cut out some of the like BS of like, yeah. If you don't want to customize your character, like you're not gonna do that. You're gonna pick from a boy and a girl and then you're gonna play. <laughs> um and you're gonna get it you're gonna pick a tur- turk twig and he's gonna he's gonna grow up into a big old boy and you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> um but yeah, and I mean, if Jess's favorite game is Gen Four, then I feel like that's a, a another real good recommendation to to yeah. get you in. So yeah, I'm excited. And if you don't have to spend any extra money too, if Johnny already has it, I know. What a win! <laughs> yeah, what a win! What I'm shocked. I definitely was like coming in here. I was going to do X and Y if you were like comfortable with the emulations, uh, Sword and Shield if you weren't, and then if you really didn't like the new art styles, I was going to be like, okay, we're going to have to push through the emulation shit, and you're going to play Gen mm-hmm. Three. Um, Gen three is, uh, like on the Game Boy Advance. So mm-hmm. that, that would be worth it. But I think, yeah, I think Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, one of the two. Um, hey. you let me know which one he has and I'll buy the opposite. Um, okay. that way, if you want to trade, we can do that. Yeah. Cause I have online for sure. Yeah. Me too. And then Jess will find a way to, well, actually, Jess, do you still have, um, diamond and pearl like the actual um i gotta get it back from the kid i loaded it out to okay but how yes. difficult would that be because uh <clears throat> i could just text him up actually like right now okay but here's the thing hold on story time about this okay uh <laughs> we're airing some dirty laundry I was, I was a ta uh last year for my um physics teacher mm-hmm. mr a loved him but uh this kid, Alex, would always come to me. He thought like being friends with the TA was gonna get him like brownie points or something. It did not. But he'd always come up to me talking about video games. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then he was like, Bro, I miss playing Pokemon. And I was like, I have a DS. And he was like, I miss playing Pokemon on the DS. So I loaned him my DS and all my Pokemon games. And it's been over a year. Oh my god, that's so long. Freak, I would freak out. I've texted like him two months. Times. Yeah. I've texted him multiple times being like, hey, do you still have my DS? Hey, I'm gonna need that back. Oh my oh. gosh. Has he responded? Yeah. He's every okay. time I'm like, I'm gonna need it back soon. He's always been like, You can show up at my work. This is a my work. This is my work schedule. Okay. So it's more okay, so, of a, you have to... And I trust him. Through. It's just we have to find the times yeah. that we can like... It's a follow-through thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say is if you have that, I think it would be very interesting for us two to play the originals or the new ones and then you play the original and we can really fully finally see like how fucking different they are if they are different at all. Because I've heard they're like literally beat for beat moment for moment exactly the same and i'm like there is no way they just did that um so i'm like curious if there is anything different so mm. if you can get a hold of that you can go through yeah. walk down um, nostalgia i also have pearl so if you do need it i can just as long as you got a ds i can i can get that to you yeah i know there's just those those little lulls okay I think that's I think that's it. I think we figured it out. Um, we did it. Yeah. I mean, do, how do you feel, Grace? 
I'm excited. If it's anything like Link, Link's Awakening, which was also like a remake of an original, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, it was. That was one of my favorite games for like a hot, hot minute until I played Luigi's Mansion 3. But <laughs> Yeah. No, Link's Awakening so, is great. And I yeah. I hope um, if, if uh, they do a remake of another Game Boy Zelda game, which was the... Uh, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Um, if they ever do the remake of that uh, in a similar style, which is like everyone wants that, that would be sick to have on the show. Yeah. Um, I love that Switch. The Switch is like making all of those remakes happen and making them cuter. I love yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> hey, we can. Link's Awakening is definitely on our list of games. So if you ever want mm-hmm. to be a guest on that, because I, I would love to replay that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Well, we got to get through this Pokemon game first. Yes. You, yeah, you have to. I, I have to. Yeah. I uh, am notorious for playing through Pokemon games like at least two a year. So. Oh really? Um, oh my yeah. gosh. Okay. So the the year I played three games, I at the beginning of the year, uh, it was Sword and Shield came out, and then, um, and then I played through. Fire Red, which is the remake of Gen 1 on the Game Boy Advance. And then Pokemon Legends Arceus came out like at the end of that year. So I beat that, which is a whole I didn't recommend that, bring that up at all. It is a completely different it's really cool. It's like an open full on open like, world. That one's like it's supposed to be like um like ancient Pokemon mm-hmm. and stuff, right? It's really okay. cool. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Um we but, have that one. My husband played it. It's very fun. But I would never recommend that as your first Pokemon game. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then, like, Scarlet and Violet came out, like, a couple months after I f- finally beat the Legends Arceus. And I was like, I've played too many Pokemon games. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, I'll, I'll probably I'll pick up... Uh, I'll probably pick up whichever one. Figure out which one it is. You said he probably has Pearl, right? Yeah, I think he has Pearl. Okay, so I'll get Diamond then... I'll, I'll then, confirm that with you later. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I probably won't buy it for a little bit. Um, playing through yeah. Baldur's Gate three right now and having a great time. Um, <laughs> and then Jess, get your shit back. I will get my <laughs> shit back. Alex, I'm coming for your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if you don't get it by then, you can send them this episode and be like, skip to this point. I have a message for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will show up at your work. You said I could. Um, but cool. I have your schedule, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Put it everywhere. All right. Then I think, uh, Jess, how about you hit us with the socials, if you don't mind? Uh, you can find us everywhere at Short Long Pod. Uh, we're mainly on Twitter and threads. And in our bios is our link tree that links us to all of the places we do. We put our podcast, obviously, if you're listening to this. Uh, but it also has a link to our um, Discord group. Leveling Friends Group or LFG, um, where you could join and chat with us there too. Yeah. And if you want to follow our socials, we're on our bio. Yeah. And if you have any recommendations for Between the Games or you're a listener and want to be on uh, a Between the Games episode and you got a good enough topic, you just let me know because uh, that's how this happened with Grace, aside from the fact that she has a really killer podcast that's in the midst <laughs> of the first official episode will be out by the time this episode is out. Um, yes, it will. So, do you want to give us, uh, as our guest of honor, give us a little plug on your oh my god your crazy project? Thank you, thank you. So, it's called In God's Name: An Unseen Cult. 
It's on Spotify and Apple. I don't I have not yet figured out how to get it everywhere else. We'll figure it out eventually. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at it, in God's name pod. Easy. And my you can email me if you feel like at in God's name pod at gmail.com as well. And yeah, that's it. Nice. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you. I, yeah, I don't have very many other questions or anything like that, but this was a really fun time. And um, me and Grace have a podcast in the works in the moment. In the we works. don't know when it will come out, but keep an eye out for that. <laughs> keep, an eye. keep an eye out for that. We go way back. <laughs> way. 20 years back, actually. Older than, <laughs> older than Jess is how long uh, we've known each other, which is fucked up. Uh, but it, yeah, yeah. Did, life. We can yeah. just cut that out. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's staying in. All right. We will see you all guys right. in the next episode. Bye. And don't forget, kidnap your friends. Thank you. I forgot. Jess, what got you into Pokemon? My brother. Oh my God! Hold on. <laughs> try it. Try again. Try again. Thank you.